Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Weekly Report. The anti-war movement roars back to life. On February 19th, the National Mall in Washington, D.C. saw its largest anti-war rally in 20 years. The speaker's list included four former U.S. presidential candidates and a broad and diverse collection of anti-war activists from beyond the left and right. The aptly named Rage Against War Machine rally drew thousands of attendees. However, many pro-war advocates eagerly pointed out that it did not match in size to some of the larger rallies against the Iraq War 20 years ago. To that I say, who cares? The U.S. mainstream media engages in war propaganda nonstop with the only exception being Fox News's Tucker Carlson. So I think it's a miracle anyone had the courage to travel to the heart of the war machine in Washington, D.C. to make their voices heard. We don't need a majority to fight back. An educated and dedicated minority will do quite nicely. And we certainly had that at the rally. As I sat in the green room waiting to speak, I had the opportunity to visit with former Democrat presidential candidates, Tulsi Gabbard and Dennis Kucinich, and former Green Party candidate, Jill Stein. Political commentators Jimmy Dore and Chris Hedges were there, along with many leading and well-spoken libertarians. Everyone backstage carried the same message. We must put aside our differences to build a new, broad coalition against this war. I believe the anti-war movement is starting to catch fire both at home and overseas. The DC rally was followed by much larger anti-war rallies in Paris, Berlin, London, and elsewhere. Several recent polls, including by Pew and AP, show that American support for Ukraine is evaporating. Even in the EU, new polls show a public turning sharply against their government's support for the war. According to a recent Ipsos poll, less than half of the German support continue to send weapons to Ukraine. Change is in the air. The DC rally took place in the backstop of Seymour Hersh's explosive investigative report demonstrating how the U.S. government blew up the North Stream pipelines and the mainstream media's desperate attempt to cover it up. The truth is coming out, and it's even uglier than we imagine. The U.S. mainstream media is clearly getting nervous that its control over the narrative is also evaporating. How do we know they're nervous? They have turned up their lies and slanders of anti-war rallies and voices. Rachel Maddow, who fed America a steady stream of Russiagate lies for the past six or so years, let loose with a slanderous blue streak about the rage against the war machine rally. Literally everything Maddow said in her post-rally rant was objectively false and her mischaracterization of rally participants as weird was devious. She falsely claimed that the rally was full of white supremacists, 
Proud Boys and anti-vaccine conspiracy theorists. No one was at the rally would have had any idea what she was talking about. But her job was not to describe the rally. It was to defame it. What does Maddow's hysteria about the rally show? They are nervous. It shows that the mainstream media, despite having near total power, is afraid. They are afraid they are losing the narrative. Good. It's about time. Let's hope that more Americans begin to rage against the war machine as quickly as possible. Thanks for listening.